Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the College Football Inquirer with Dan Wetzel. You are getting an automatic bid. It's over. Yeah. Your league is done, you dumbasses. <laughs> With his eyes, Pat Forty. College athletics, you're a sucker if you trust anyone. That's the bottom line. Here's Pat and Dan. All right, welcome to the pod, Pat. I can see you through the smoldering ruins, college athletics. <laughs> yeah. What the, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Wilner scooped the <laughs> huge man has owned the Pac 12 and drops the blockbuster. Absolute, absolute blockbuster of a scoop. USC, UCLA heading to the Big Ten. I had to look at that like three times, refresh my page, went back to look again to make sure that was not a, even though there's a blue check mark, yeah. was actually John Wilner. Right. Yeah, I, that's my first thought was, you know, fake account, making it up. All true. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, they applied for the job and got it quite quickly. <laughs> now, all this just really came together just, just in the last day or two, really, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Quick like every other decision. Process. Yeah, like yeah. every other decision in the dishonest enterprise that is college athletics. Not an equal opportunity employer there uh, taking the membership <laughs> of just two schools very quickly. Same as Lincoln Riley just talked to USC the night before. Yeah, right. Lincoln had no idea. What? Uh, we'll get to Lincoln Riley. Oh, We're yes, going to try will. to get to everything oh, yes, here. We we're going to yeah, try to sort through it. Emergency pod, and we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot, and we're going to talk about it. Let's start with this. The sheer sabotage that went on here. The alliance. <laughs> a year ago, the SEC... Fields calls from the Oklahoma, from Oklahoma and Texas and accepts, takes them similar. Texas A&M tries to block it with a newspaper story, but fails. <laughs> uh, deal gets done. The Big Ten is aghast. Mm. Disruption. How predatory behavior. Yes. Undermining of collegiate goals. Mm. An alliance is formed with the ACC and the Pac-12. Very high-minded alliance. They looked each other in the eye. They shook hands, Dan. The funniest part was that the Pac-12 and the ACC thought they were equals to the Big Ten. This was like the alliance of Siegfried, Roy, and the Lion. (laughs) 
One of them <laughs> will wake up and realize they are not in an alliance like the other two. <laughs> they have teeth and claws. Didn't one of those two guys <laughs> one die wake or get up attacked? In the, one of them will end up in the stomach of the lion. Yes. One of them is going to get scratched. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And it was you, Pac-12. But the lines from a year ago, I have this story. Unbelievable. They decided to all form together. Jim Phillips, it's about trust. <laughs> they were asked if they signed an agreement. No. And they, they said, no, to. none need. Gentlemen's agreement. We looked each other in the eye. I have there's I have more faith in the gentleman's club than the gentleman's agreement. <laughs> yeah, that was like hours after Bowlesby got prison shanked by the guy he's been building the playoff. With. <laughs> like uh, a gentleman's uh, agreement. What is that? Don't don't tap the other uh, entertainer on the shoulder when he's giving a lap dance to someone else. <laughs> it's about trust. Jim Phillips said it's about we looked each other in the eye. We made an mm-hmm. agreement. Yeah, sure. I think Kevin Warren was talking about how he wanted to show to the to student athletes that, you know, people could just come together and do the right thing. Less than a year later, ka-boom. Yeah. USC and UCLA go. The Big Ten, who was so upset about the SEC, mm-hmm. uh, acted just like them, if not more so. Proof that, which we said all along in this podcast, They all were going to take Texas and Oklahoma if Texas and Oklahoma called. It's like getting mad at, uh, you know, the guy who gets the homecoming queen. Yeah. Y'all were going to take them. And quite honestly, you have to. It sucks, but you kind of have to because if two schools like that want to leave, they're going to find a spot to go. And you're either getting stronger right now or you're getting weaker. And the same thing with UCLA and USC. If they want out and you don't take them if you're the Big Ten, Maybe they end up in the SEC, too. Who knows? But people want to move. They're on the move. But uh, this was an unbelievable turnaround. Well-predicted sabotage. I don't even blame Kevin Warren in the Big Ten. I blame the other two for actually believing that there was an alliance. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, college athletics, you're a sucker if you trust anyone. That's the bottom line. Anybody in any leadership position, if you believe them, you're dumb. Don't do it because they only have their best interests at heart their own interests, not yours or anyone else's. And when the time comes for them to do the prison shanking, they will. I mean, Kevin Warren, it's pretty funny. People thought he was clueless, uh, in over his head, weak two years ago. Now, hey, he just earned some serious creds by absolutely shiving George Kleokoff and taking USC and UCLA. And it absolutely sucks. And it's offensive on a number of levels. And we will get to some of that for sure. But as Dan said, you got to do it. I mean, it's if those schools want to come to your league, you say yes right away. And the Big Ten clearly did, said yes in short order and wasn't going to sit around and let somebody else get them uh, at their detriment. So I can understand somewhat why USC and UCLA want to do this. I get, it, it could turn out exactly the way we've talked about it, possibly turning out for Texas and Oklahoma, going to the SEC and getting their ass kicked. That could happen to USC and UCLA as well. But if you are worried about your financial future and falling irretrievably far behind, then this is what you got to do. And if you're the Big Ten, you got to take them. All right. So let's get to that. Big Ten, basically, this is a it's a prison yard out there right now in college uh, football. Yes, it is. In college athletics. And this is all football driven. And so you got to shank or you're getting shanked. That's pretty much it. And, and the Big Ten did their their thing. For the Big Ten, why is this a good thing? 
So they are about, let's, let me just set this table. I think everyone here knows. Big Ten is about to set, we're waiting on them to announce their television deal. We now know why we were waiting. Yeah, we know why the soft deadline of like Memorial Weekend passed without any action. Expected to be over a billion a year. Could be up to 80 million of school per year. By contrast, the Pac-12's next deal could very easily be 30 million, something like that, right? Like there could be a 40, 50 million dollar per year gap between what you were making in the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Accurate? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Massive gap. That starts adding up real quick. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's just 40, right? But it's double. I mean, so there's a ton of money. Some people say 70. This could be 70. It's, it's, It's enormous. The Big Ten had the money. USC and UCLA see that. They struggle. They struggle with a lot of things. They don't have huge fan bases to do, uh, you know, ticket sales and all of that. Um, when they're trying to hire coaches, particularly assistants and, and uh, non-revenue coaches, it's very hard because the cost of living is so extraordinary in L.A. You know, you, you, you got to pay more than somebody who's living in Ames, Iowa. Now the person gets to live in L.A., but, you know, this is how it works. They're way behind in cash. They feel they cannot continue to compete and run these full athletic departments unless uh, they get this they get in on this media money as a fan this sucks because most a lot of this money gets absolutely wasted in bad coaching contracts absurd facilities fringe benefits and stuff like that yep so it does no, I've, I've 19 onset. assistant athletic directors in charge 19 of, you know what, yeah what shaving each other's backs I mean, what? how they convinced fans to applaud revenue share when it, <laughs> it, it does not equate to wins and losses right and it does not help like there's nothing to cheer for Oh, great. We got a bigger revenue share. Sure, UCLA, and you're not going to win. Yeah, right. They had enough tough, a difficult enough time competing in the Pac-12 South. Welcome to the Big Ten. Good job. Like, wasn't it more fun at Rutgers football when you were storming the field and winning nine, ten games against teams you could beat? This is it. So you got your revenue a lot ago. But that's why they're doing it. So the Big Ten looks and says, I can take these two schools. I imagine they are value plus adds to whatever package they're getting. You are now adding second biggest television market in the country. You're adding a recruiting grounds for your schools, particularly in football and basketball. You're adding recruiting turf for your just universities academically. All the Midwestern states are, are, are nervous about long-term population either drops or at least growth not being as big as other parts, uh, uh, other, other states. Pretty much every state gets bigger every 10 years, but, you know, the the demographic trends are not great. Well, maybe more kids from Southern California are interested in Big Ten schools if you expose them to it, right? So there's that. And they add two big brands that I think are exciting. Exciting for the many, many Big Ten alums in Los Angeles. Like, how if you're a Wisconsin fan right now, you're jacked, right? Yeah. Hey, man, I never thought, we, you know. We're going to see them in the Coliseum and the, the Rose yeah, Bowl. Yeah, they've been to all. like two Rose Bowls in the last 20 years, basically. Yeah. They're, they're Iowa, and Minnesota, whatever. They're, they're, yeah. You're in. So I get all of that. And I also think by grabbing these two schools, the one thing that, and I'll get to you in a sec, Pat, it's a little long, but when Texas and Oklahoma left, you had to work with your, your big dog program, your flagship program or programs and say, are you happy? Every conference had to look and say, are you? You couldn't take them for granted. Big 12, I don't know if they took Texas and Oklahoma for granted or not, but all of a sudden they're gone and you can't get them back. So you have to say, what is keeping you happy? And now all of a sudden, boom, here goes USC and UCLA gone. Pac-12's stuck. 
this is a move that I think makes you makes Ohio State happy. At least that we just got stronger, right? Yep. Did something that keeps perhaps limits Ohio State's wandering eye of another, the really se- seismic shot that would have been like Ohio State and Penn State just joined the SEC or Ohio State and Michigan just joined the like, That would have been the, that one's like the ball game over. There's only going to be one conference. So I think this, this I don't, I'd say in Ohio State was asking for this, but if you're Ohio State, maybe you got a little wandering eye. Maybe you're looking at the SEC going, we're a lot more like them than we are Northwestern where we're trying to beat them and we can't do it up here. This gives you like, hey, this is this is good. This is good for us. Uh, thoughts on all of that, and why is this good for the for the Big Ten? Yeah, um, I mean, it's good for the Big Ten. It absolutely gives them a yes, a massive new injection of potential revenue, uh, as you alluded to the the market size, what they can sell to the TV people uh, in terms of sets that will be on and watching their product. It is a recruiting mecca. It's the recruiting mecca on the West Coast. Uh, you have that foothold there. It's also an absolute potential NIL like wonderland. You know, if you're if you're looking yeah, hey, well, you know what? We've got contacts with people in Hollywood and that, you know, Hollywood's now Big Ten country. We can bring that. We can bring those folks in and uh, see what they can do for our players. Now, you can almost go around the clock in terms of your TV windows. I mean, you can start at noon and you can go till two at two in the morning. Oh yeah. With, with your football games, uh, big noon and pack 12 after dark. Yep. You got them both now. Uh, A lot of, a lot of fun jokes out there about the pack 12 players, USC and UCLA waking up for their 9am kickoff today. Well, that's, that's the other thing. Like for the, for the, we'll get to the fans out West and like what, what this means for them means a sandwich in a lot of ways. (laughs) Yeah. That's one of them. So, but for the Big Ten standpoint, yes. And what you have done now, you've answered the SEC's aggression and you're staying at least, I think, on even terms with them. Not necessarily competitively, but in terms of revenue and solidarity of your conference, sol- solidity of your conference. And we are going to continue. I, I think it is inevitable. We discussed it on the podcast. I, this further accelerates our move towards two super conferences uh, and everyone else can better look out, including the lesser Rams in these two conferences. But... The other three members of the Power Five, y'all better look out because nobody has said the Big Ten is done here. And if they're not done, then the SEC isn't done either. It's never over. This is Mark (laughs) D'Antonio. All right. For USC and UCLA, the money is there. We get that. Other than that, why do this? Is it just money? Can you come up with another reason other than money to make this move? Nope. And that's why I do not want to hear it. I do not want to hear it from the administrations of these schools when they say every decision we make is putting our athletes at the forefront. What is best for them? What's the best experience for them? This ain't it. Having your basketball team go fly on Wednesday morning to State College, Pennsylvania to walk through on Wednesday, and then play Penn State on Thursday, and then fly back Friday morning or in the ass middle of the night, Thursday night, you just ruined 60% of the school week, okay? Wednesday, shot. Thursday, shot. Friday, you're going to be dragging back into campus. You sure as heck don't want to go to class. So you are academically, this is, this is not good for your academics. 
in-season fatigue and exhaustion escalates. And then what else? What's the favorite buzzwords in college athletics? Mental health. We're concerned about the mental health of our athletes. Oh, yeah? Is it good for their mental health? Is it good for their mental health to send Illinois to Los Angeles on Tuesday to play basketball? No, it's not. Or to play volleyball or to play tennis or any of that. All of your midweek games now have become so much harder for everybody involved. And guess what? They're not going to stop playing the midweek games because TV wants them and TV is driving everything as it has throughout this entire soulless enterprise for the last decade plus. Which is another reason I don't want to hear anybody complaining about the athletes getting any money. This is all about money. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Tell us how you really feel. For, for UCLA and USC, <laughs> yeah, this is careful what you wish for. For their athletes, I mean, forget it. Like, it's one thing for the Big Ten to add them, okay? I think the, because you can you can now pair them together. The one nice thing is the old travel partners in the in the Pac-12, they always had two schools always you could travel amongst. So you could make a trip to Oregon, you see Oregon, Oregon State, play on Thursday and Saturday or Friday and Sunday, whatever you want to do. That's fine. I think the kids at Illinois and Ohio State and Michigan or wherever, they're going to be excited to get to go to L.A. every once in a while for a trip, whether it's volleyball or basketball. For USC and UCLA, this is a constant travel. Yes. This is worse than the Lakers. Yeah, it is. I mean, other than your one game at UCLA or USC, you are constantly gone. And the Big Ten is you you cannot get to these places easy. You're you're fly, you know, you're flying into there's a few decent sized cities, but you're generally flying and driving. And I mean, you are going, you are traveling all the time, a lot of trips, nowhere, usually where you grew up. Most of us, you know, like it's just an enormous amount of travel, an enormous challenge. Like West Virginia football struggles with how much they have to travel. They yeah. were constantly flying all the way to Texas. This is way the hell worse. Yeah. So the idea of this is helping the student athletes. It, it, you're right. It's totally ridiculous. I don't know if they're all going to flunk out or whatever, or the, but, but this is relentless travel. Yeah. And if you, you're living in L.A. and you're an L.A. kid, I'm just not sure how excited it is to go to all these places in the Big Ten. Yeah. Hey, mom Champaign and dad. and Iowa City. Oh, next week we're going to Lincoln. We're going. Yeah. To, oh, wait, we got to go to East Lansing. Oh, we got to go to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I mean, holy cow. I know no one cares about the non-rev sports, but oh my lord! Yeah, no, like, dude, I signed up to play tennis. I'm beating the hell out of these teams. They aren't any good. Like yeah. there is some mismatches here. Anyway, football. You're constantly traveling across the country, west to east. They have shown statistically in the NFL not good. Uh, huge disadvantage. You're gonna have to leave a day early. I mean, this is a lot for these guys. This is a lot. So, also. You were the dominant, you were the big dogs in your league. Yeah. You sat on the mother load of recruits, and you still do sit on a mother load of recruits. Do all those kids want to sign up for this? If you're our, like, you know, the, the beauty of like, hey, man, you know, you're a quarterback in the modern day. You play here at USC. You're playing out West. Your family can travel. Now you, well, maybe it's just as easy to go play in the Big Ten. I'll just go play in Michigan, and I'll have less travel and all that, and I'll be back here practically playing as many games. Or I'll come back some. So you're opening up a whole pipeline. It's more competitive. 
Almost all of the Big Ten is more competitive than the bottom of the, the Pac-12. Generally speaking, these moves, the school coming in does not just all of a sudden equal what they were doing successfully. Nebraska football was the most consistent winner we've ever seen. They suck now. Mm -hmm. And Nebraska is in the Midwest. And so it's just going to be a challenge. So, all right, you got the money, but... Man, if I'm USC football fan, I was sitting there yesterday going, we got Lincoln Riley. We got all these recruits coming in. We are dominating and recruiting in our area. Oregon's doing all right, too. But, you know, that's pretty much it that's going to be able to look us in the eye. We get an automatic bid to this playoff, and we are sitting pretty for the next 10 years. Now, to today, you sit there and go, oh, boy. Yeah. We are in for a dogfight, and we don't even know all the challenges. That's right. Great question was that brought up on Twitter a bunch was from the last round of realignment. Who's who's sitting prettier? I would I would say Mizzou, and that's about it. They're glad they're not in the Big Twelve today. But out, right. outside of that, everybody else is like, oh, this is not 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 what we thought. Right. Very no, I mean, few, and you know, one of the programs that has done well with the jump is Utah. Yes, in the Pac twelve. But even then, it's not like they're dominating, but they have an incredible coach. Um, but yeah, for the most part, these moves don't really work. It takes a while. And I know there's a lot of hubris with the fight on. Go Bruins. But yikes. Yeah. You know, I mean, no. yikes. That's just you not. Just, you just bought yourself a harder way to go. That's what you did. And... You just entered the Lions then. You went harder. Oklahoma and Texas are going to deal with that. They are. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Texas has got to get a lot better alignment and things like that. It's it's. But at least, I don't know, this just is, this is a very bold move. So am I, am I missing something? I know USC, uh, I saw they still want the Notre Dame series. I got, you know, their presence on the West Coast is just going to shrink to nothing. Yeah. I mean, I mean never yeah. up in the Bay Area, never. It's just a total, just a amazing culture shift. Yeah. Yeah. A couple other points here on the geographic uh, situation. You know, football and men's basketball, football for sure, not even necessarily men's basketball, but football for sure, they'll private jet to wherever they need to go. But the other sports, yeah, you're going to go from L.A. to Chicago and then get on a bus and bus to Champaign two hours, and then you're going to bus back from Champaign to, uh, to Chicago and fly. That's the kind of thing where that that wear and tear adds up exponentially. Again, the, 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 the football team... Okay, you're still it's still going to be hard, but at least you're going to be flying private jets. Uh, if they do add Washington and Oregon, a lot of speculation, Big Ten isn't done, and those could be the next targets. Then you 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 can potentially fill out a little more of your road schedule on the West Coast. Still, you are going to be looking at a minimum of two three road trips the long way every year. The 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 conference will, I'm sure, do its best so that you're not doing those back-to-back -back like the Big 12 had to do with West Virginia because it was killing West Virginia to go like go to Lubbock one week and Waco the next so they can try to work with that. But again, this is going to be tough just from a logistics standpoint and what you're asking people to do. Your fans, guess what? They ain't traveling. It's a lot harder for the fans to travel now. And from a recruiting standpoint, as you said, hey, you know, when, when UCLA is recruiting in the Bay Area and saying, hey, yeah, you know what? You can see Johnny. Johnny, we'll be up here playing. We're playing Stanford. We're playing Cal. You can, you know, short junk it day. You top an Alaska Airlines flight for an hour to come down to see him. Mm, not so much anymore. Yeah. Things are a lot more difficult. Significant, significant deal there.
as Matt Brown said, Rutgers is just as close to UCLA as Rutgers is to Iceland. <laughs> Remember when... Uh, Add Reykjavik State. Yes. Remember when uh, Trump was going to buy Greenland or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we, we, we were going to put University of Greenland in one of these uh, leagues. That's so, the next thing from the Big Ten. Kevin Warren yeah, says we're, we're... I mean, still might be out there. Mm -hmm. uh, still might be out there as a thing. All right. I just, I look at it as UCLA football, or U USC football, like the road was right there. The I mean, thing you... about these super conferences is to go undefeated in the future, to have really good seasons could be just so hard. It's like the NFL. Yeah. You just yeah. keep adding really good teams. And it's like, well, it's hard to get to... Fans want to win. I've said yes, this all along do. about how they can't break off and have 50 teams because someone's going one in 10. And yeah, you'll never get a good how record. hard 2020 was. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, mm -hmm. you just lose that. Um, let me say this about the playoff before we get to the Pac-12 because it leads. Playoff to me is now way up in the air. Totally. Okay? And this is why yeah. they. Sh I've been saying this for years. When they throw you a life preserver, stop throwing it back. <laughs> Yeah. The Big yeah. East once said, we don't want automatic bids. We don't want to play off with automatic bids. We don't want to play off at all. There is no Big East football anymore. They were once could have had one of the six automatic bids or all automatic bids. The Big 12, when Dan Beebe was running that thing, we don't want a playoff with automatic bids. We don't want to play off at all. <laughs> the thing's gutted. Bowlesby tried to grab yeah. it at the end, but it was too late. The yep. Pac-12 thought they were on such high ground, the floodwaters weren't going to get to them. We used this analogy recently. We don't need automatic bids. Let's just wait two years. We'll renegotiate then. <laughs> wow. You kicked it away. Yeah. You are getting an automatic bid. It's over. Yeah. Your league is done. You dumbasses. <laughs> This is going to be an yeah. this is going to be an eight team playoff with no bids. Yeah, and there you go. And it's, I mean, it's going to be survive all the more survival of the fittest. And you are no longer not only are you no longer the fittest. If you're if you're the Pac twelve, if the Pac twelve still exists, you're certainly not going to be in a protected class. No, you've lost your at the number one key to recruiting is access to the championship. If yeah. you have access to the championship, you can recruit. Gonzaga can recruit in basketball because they can tell the kids that go there. You come here, we can win a national championship. Once you don't have that, you're in a lot of trouble. And they had a path, a guaranteed path. And those three leagues said no. And the ACC and the ACC. Hmm. You may not. There could be any automatic bids. Why would the SEC and Big 12 10 do automatic bids now? They got all the teams. Hey, absolutely. You say 12 they, teams they, they, at large, eight at large. And you go, wait, wait, sir. But, but, uh, yeah, who are you? This is, we're doing this yeah. and you're either in or you're out. You're done. Yeah. You dumbasses gave it all up a year ago. Yeah. Well, we need a holistic review of college athletics. Yeah. Here's your holistic review. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> UCLA is you're, in the big 10. <laughs> The holistic review has come back with these facts. You're in trouble, man. The Conference of You're Champions screwed. is over. That's the holistic yeah. review. There's no more football yeah. west of the Big Ten, best of, west of the Rockies, <laughs> except a couple Big Ten schools. <laughs> Blew it. You, if you were in 
in a nice long-term contract right now with your automatic bids. I don't know they could ever take those away from you legally. Right. Yeah, gave it away. You've been giving it away for 15 years to protect the bowl industry. You know how much the Big Ten cared about the bowl industry? They just napalmed the Rose Bowl. (laughs) Where's your sunset now, Rose Bowl? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we're the this isn't Jim Delaney time anymore. He just wants his twenty. Kevin Warren savagely take your little sunset. Boop. We'll go to the Rose yeah, Bowl eight times right. a year now. That's right. The sunset now belongs to a office park in suburban Chicago. The Big Ten can have its own four team playoff at the end of the year and play its championship game at the Rose Bowl. It's for yep. rent. <laughs> they blew it. If the Pac-12 and the Big 12 still had automatic bids, the rest of these schools could cobble it together. And Oregon's going, all right, this kind of sucks. We're not going to have a lot of money, but Nike will prop us up. We're going playoff every year. Instead, they're going, we are effed. So how's your little delay? How's your little alliance? How's your little take that, Greg Sankey? You think you can, eh, we didn't feel like we got enough to say. You got nothing to say now. You know, one conference can no longer veto this. This was a bigger, this is unbelievable screw up. Yeah. In terms of all time miscalculations, this is if up you there. still had an automatic bid, you've got something. At least you got something. Yeah. And you, you, two, these two conferences, now they're going like to merge these suckers in like a 40 team land grab and they're all going to be, yeah, whatever. We, maybe one of you every once in a while can come play Alabama. We'll see you at the eighth. <laughs> I mean, what is this playoff going to look like, right? Eight teams? Yeah. Twelve? I don't know. It's going to look like whatever the SEC and Big Ten want it to look like. If there's a play, like, all right, so let's tease this out. If things progress, continue, if the, the acceleration continues here, and there may be some contracts that hold this up, but Big Ten in the near future grabs Washington and Oregon to go to 18. SEC, Clemson, Florida State, let's go. North Carolina, you got your choice. Which one you want? SEC or Big Ten? Virginia, maybe. I don't know if, there, if there's a fourth ACC team. Uh, but if not, hey, there's also Notre Dame, which could, which is which is finding itself being painted into a corner here. And so, but I don't even know if these leagues no- need to expand more. They probably will. But I don't know. No. They've got an enormous. I mean, all right, how many schools left? realistically are nationally competitive, especially as you just pulled the finances right out of the Pac-12 schools. And the ACC schools are, are the one thing they have is this horrible TV deal that won't pay them much, but it does stick these guys to 2036, supposedly, right? Grant of rights. Now, is there a way out of this? But Clemson can't go anywhere to 2036. That was not I mean, a gentleman's a big, agreement. That's a, an actual agreement. Right. But we'll see. They, they can pay a fortune in pay exit fees. Pay a fortune fees. in exit fees. Maybe you got to do it. But, okay, Clemson, sure. Notre Dame, sure. Miami, Florida State, Carolina, North Carolina, Oregon. Washington. Washington, yeah. kind of. That's, that's pretty I, much I, it. Yeah. I don't, right. These schools, they can just sit there and go, Where are you gonna, we, own the, we own the sport. They can pick off a couple of those maybe. Notre Dame we'll talk about pretty interesting. But in terms of a 12-team playoff, I mean, what well, we were looking at a couple years ago, if they had agreed to a real playoff originally, let alone 
done the deal after six years when they should have expanded it, you'd be sitting there saying, okay, here's what we're going to have. SEC, okay, they're going to have a couple teams. Big 12, 10's going to have a couple teams. Oklahoma and Texas from the Big 12. You, Oregon and USC from the West, right? You got all, now two of those conferences are, are gutted. Yeah. So here's the thing. So here's what I'm getting at. Why do the Big 10 and SEC even want to play ball with the national playoff right now? Why don't they just add, add teams they want and then say, we'll have our own playoff in our own conference, which has been talked about, the SEC on the record talking about it. Big 10 can do the same. And then maybe the champions meet in the old AFL-NFL Super Bowl, yep. but maybe they don't. Maybe they just say, our team's the national champion. And then we leave it up to the voters, and we've gone back to 1936 and have them vote on who's the best team. But well, they don't have to have a playoff outside of themselves if they don't the want to. The playoff ends in whatever, two years, three years. Yeah. It ends. It doesn't roll over. Right. It just ends. So absolutely, they could each stage a four-team playoff of their own, two rounds, and then meet, have the champions meet. Or they could just have the, ACC, the SEC Big Ten Challenge. And mix it up so there's a little more excitement. But if you're the, you know, or you could just have a 12 team thing and, and you're the SEC, you know, well, probably getting five of them. Big Ten's probably getting four. We feel pretty good about that. Maybe we get six some year. Like we got nine, 10 of them. We're not doing any automatic bids. They were giving you the bids. Yeah. For 20 years, they were giving you had the shot at grabbing those bids. And you kept saying no for no effing good reason. And now you're standing yep. around and you watch other leagues get destroyed. And I'll go, boy, we should have grabbed that automatic bid when we had a chance. And you go, well, it won't happen <laughs> <Yeah>. to me. <laughs> I look this guy alliance. in the eye. We have an alliance. Yeah, yeah. this guy. Mm -hmm. We had gentleman's agreement here. Mm -hmm. All right. Pac-12. While we are extremely surprised and disappointed by news coming out of UCLA and USC, we have a long and storied history in athletics, academics, and leadership and supporting student-athletes that we're confident will continue to thrive and grow in the future. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Screwed. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just tweeted out, like, they blanked out the full graphic and just replaced it with one word, and it said, help. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Pac-12 yeah. statement. Too late for help. We, we're still good at water polo. <laughs> That's pretty, I think, what? USC and UCLA are staying for beach volleyball. Uh, are they really? It's... Uh, yeah. Why? Really? Don't let them. <laughs> Anything else? I think that's Beach it. volleyball in the yeah. Midwest would be. I don't think we need to see this non-tanned bodies. <laughs> Some kid in Iowa with a farmer's tan and stuff like, yeah. A neck tattoo. Oh, no. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> we do not need beach. Well, thank goodness. Beach volleyball, and I'm sure I would imagine water polo is probably going to stay out west, too. <laughs> so good for them. All right. Well, at least there's that. <clears throat> All right. You're the Pac-12. I, I imagine every school in the Pac-12 is looking for an exit plan. Mm -hmm. I, what could they do to maintain the Pac-12 that it exists? Well, <laughs> here's what they could have done and didn't do. So, so talk about things that didn't happen. When the Big 12 lost Texas and Oklahoma and was floundering for its life, the Big 12 basically offered itself in toto to the Pac-12. Sure did. And the Pac-12 was like, nope. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> now, hey, come back to me, Pac-12, Big 12. Let's talk. We need a survivor's agreement They could here. have the Big 12. They also probably could have 
started picking off schools if they wanted. Let's be honest. Yep. Let's say they say, oh, we'll take Oklahoma yeah. State, take DCU. Take, yeah. Yep. Take Baylor. Yeah. Could have had the ones they wanted too. They were all mm-hmm. high and mighty. <laughs> I don't know what they can do to keep someone from picking them off. Right. That Yeah, you can't I just mean, say, hey, we got San Diego State and Boise. It's <laughs> probably not going to do it. No, I think I think we end up there's going to have to be a merger of some kind of Big 12 and Pac 12. And even then, if the if the Big 12 suddenly now has the upper hand after being desperate a year ago, they can say, uh, yeah, we'll take Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah. Mm, yeah, Stanford, California, sure, but nah, not, not this Oregon State, Washington State. What do they do for us? So Forget this it. is where it gets interesting to me, okay? Obviously, the two most appealing schools are probably, at least football, are Oregon and, and uh, Washington. They also are geographically, I mean, this is a nightmare for them. There's just nowhere to go. Right. Yeah, Isolated. talk to the Seahawks about travel. Good Lord. Yeah. Anytime you've flown up, it's just it just goes on and on. <laughs> just Just goes a long way. If I'm Oregon, like you know, you can't you can sit there and be like, well, maybe I'll try to join the ACC. Or I mean, this is this is Oregon. I mean, they've got a lot going for them. But yeah. you got to have a travel partner, and you've got you just I don't know what they do. So they're the most appealing for the Big Twelve in terms of brand name, and the Big Twelve needs brand name. There's also now the most obvious ones are the Arizona schools, and. Right. Colorado used to belong, and Utah were already going to BYU. So you got those four. I think, I'll tell you this much, the the Big 12 wishes they had never invited UCF and Cincinnati and Houston right now. Maybe, but, you know, like, and, and, BYU, you know, and BYU. So you could have taken these six. I mean, you add six, what do they get to then? 20? <laughs> or they get to 20? Tw- no, they get to 18. No, they, they get to 18. 18. You take those six. Okay, I, I could see that. If I'm the Big 12, I want those six. Do you want Cal and Stanford? Would Stanford even do this? Like, I, what is Stanford going to do? Well, here's here's the, another part of the equation. I mean, the, this academically, is, 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 I mean, it's just right. No, the the permutations of this are endless. But here's where you're at. Here's where I think. <clears throat> don't be shocked if tonight Stanford is calling Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame is calling Duke. Duke is calling Boston College, Georgia Tech, the Nerd possibly Bowl, Virginia, the Nerd North Committee. Carolina, the 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 Conference of Nerds, the act the schools that still want to have academic based. You did report programs. on this uh, with Swarbrick I, I earlier this year. Regular pod I listeners, did. no. Jack Swarbrick. This is the thing. I don't know whether he was trying Pac-12 to Pac-12 conference me off is extremely surprised and disappointed. Listen to the pod, you clowns. <laughs> Yeah, but like I think there's it's time for some serious decisions from those schools. Okay, we're good at athletics. We like athletics, but it's not really what we are most good at and known for. It's working pretty good at Notre Academics Dame. Academics is they are good. So they're not. Why do they, they are? They're fine. We'll see. We'll see if the top. You go look at your favorite thing, Dan. The U.S. News World Report <laughs> top thirty. <laughs> Academic schools. That's Stanford. That's Cal. That's actually UCLA and USC yeah. too. Uh, but Michigan. Stanford, Cal, Notre Dame, Rice, yeah. Duke. You know, Stanford. North to me, Western. Stanford and Cal are like this. It's amazing. Okay, and this is their own failures of late in football. And I don't know what happened to David Shaw's program. Is this all maybe a different yeah. question five seven years ago? I mean, they were rolling. 
and, and David Shaw, I just don't get it. David Shaw is amazing. But they aren't winning right now. But they don't have mm-hmm. fans. They're just in a tough spot. But here are these two schools in what? Like the fourth biggest media market in the country? Yeah, San Francisco. 100 yeah. years of Pac-12, elite universities, tons of money, uh, history of success and everything. And I, I don't know who the hell wants them. Like, I don't know if you're sitting there at the Big 12. I guess you want them over Utah and Colorado. I don't know, though. Like, they don't fit. Right. I, I, I think the Big 12 should want them and would want them. But I just so then I, they like, go 20? I'm not sure. Yeah, you offer everybody but sh- Oregon State and, and Washington State? Yeah. And those and then, guys but go I'm Mountain not sure West. Stanford and Cal say yes. I'm not sure Stanford and Cal say yes. Yeah, I don't know they do either. I just I don't know that Stanford wants to sit there and say we're going to do. Maybe Stanford goes independent and Cal goes independent, and they do, or they just form their own little two man thing, or they form the Confederacy of Nerds. Man, I'm telling you, Duke's fascinating to me because North Carolina is sitting there like, hey, right? we're going to try to go to the SEC, and they break away from Duke. Duke's yeah. sitting there by themselves, like right? they need to move. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, Duke. There's... This is the problem with modern yeah. conferences. It's like you wouldn't. Like one of the greatest things in college athletics is tobacco road, tobacco road basketball. Yes. Absolutely. You go down there in February, anywhere along that with, you have four schools in, in a close area and three right on top of each other. But with wake, it's not far. And wake used to be over there. And then you got NC state Carolina and, and you, just everyone's talking basketball and you'd never create that again because you're like, well, we don't need that. We don't need three schools in one market. But what made it great is there's three schools in one market. Yes, absolutely. And and so as a fan, it's like this is awesome. But the mm-hmm. the the spreadsheet says, ah, oh, no, nah, we don't want that. Right. That's the, that's when when we've turned everything over to media rights revenue. This is this is the kind of stuff that you end up with. We're 45 minutes in, and we still haven't mentioned the one person I'm most concerned about today. Who's that? Bill Walton. Yeah, the conference no. of champions. Yeah. I, uh, I, quite frankly, honestly, I, I put in a call to Bill earlier today. I didn't, didn't get him. How about this before Ooh. we move on too far? Lincoln Riley thought he, thought he got yeah. out of the, got out of the, the right. SEC. This is going to be a knife fight. Hey, this is going to be sweet out here. I got my big mansion loading up on recruits. Pretty much got one game a year. I got to win maybe two. I'd have to think he knew. Don't no. you think? No? no, I don't think anybody knew. Yeah. I don't think they. Well, he might have known before today. No, but when he took the job, I don't think they were discussing it six months ago. No, he took the job in like uh, four hours. Yeah. Right. If you believe him, do you think it got discussed on the Zoom? That 45 minute Zoom he had after the Bedlam game? Yeah, right. I, I mean. I don't know, man. I would have to. Uh, think not that many there people knew about be. this, or it would have leaked before one hour before the announcement on the final day that they could do it. But if you're hiring a generational football coach, and this is even possibly in yeah. the mix, you've What's got gonna to do? loop him in. Don't What's you going to do now? Leave well, again? He, now he can. You sure he well, could? Uh, yeah, go to the NFL. <laughs> I guess he can go to the NFL. I mean, if Cliff Kingsbury's in the NFL, yes, I think Lincoln Riley can go to the NFL, yeah. but. But I do. I, I will say this. Uh, you, it's got two years I'm to romp. Thinking on the this back through row. here, right? No, you do. And then, I mean, my thought process is that surely Lincoln had to know. But now I'm thinking through this. Lincoln's right hand guy out there, the guy who really helped get this thing done for him in terms of like, what do you need to take the job? Brandon Sosna. 
He's the you know assistant AD who in charge of football, basically. He just left USC surprisingly abruptly a few weeks ago to go to the Detroit Lions. So he he, he voluntarily got on the Exxon Valdez that is the Lions. Well, listen, Pat, and you have an opportunity Lincoln Riley. to join a winning culture and tradition like the Detroit Lions. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what right. you're saying. <laughs> to go bite kneecaps with Dan Campbell. So the maybe maybe this came up and maybe Sosta's like, oh, forget it. I'm out of here. I mean, it could be. Maybe, maybe, maybe they didn't know in uh, December. So what if you have an 18-team Big 12? Try to figure all right, let's put Kansas. I just saw the college football Reddit pitch Kansas to the SEC. Kansas <laughs> wants out to give to give Kansas is like to give Texas a we rival. Just want to win in basketball. What is so bad about us? <laughs> we just right. want to have our little basketball program. We don't even like oh, the football. Funny thing is, I still don't believe there's actually no. a stadium there. People have said there is. There's photo <laughs> proof, but I don't believe it. They don't. They're just like, can we just play back? Can we just go to the Big East? It's like UConn that finally just gave up and was like, yeah, let's go to the Big East. Somebody, like, the people were trying to say that Kansas was going to the Big Ten. <laughs> Why would the Big yeah. Ten want them is the question. Yeah, right. No, because because of basketball. Well, the basketball makes none of the decisions here. So what if you do an 18-team <laughs> Big 12 and you divide mm -hmm. it into divisions? You basically have two conferences. Yeah. Right? You got nine teams each. You play eight games, and then you have one crossover. You can have Cal, Stanford, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, BYU. Uh, I say Utah already. Uh, uh, Iowa State and Kansas State and one. And then Kansas, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU, Houston, UCF, Cincinnati, and West Virginia and the other. I mean, that thing. Oh, no, I, afraid, I forgot That's, Washington. Yeah. I don't even have enough teams. <laughs> no, well, Washington, Washington State and Oregon no, State are No, but I forgot Washington for and Oregon. Uh, they're, they're going to the Big Ten for purposes of this discussion. Well, if you have that, then how many teams you got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. How many? I, I can't. I, I need an abacus. I, <laughs> Whatever. Here we it, go. The stupid. pot is failing at math. It's stupid. Right now. Two, yes, it, of course it's this stupid. Stupid. What about all of this isn't stupid? <laughs> other than piles of cash, everything else about this is stupid. The geography is stupid. The traditions that have been destroyed are that stupid. That would go the Orlando to Seattle. Yeah. Except Seattle's out because they're going to the Big Ten. All right. Washington State's uninvited. Orlando to the, the Bay Area. Washington State can go play in Okay, well, we don't know Washington. All right. As of right now, 9.08 Eastern, Thursday night, June 30th, is Oregon. Where Eastern. is Oregon and Washington going to wind up, Pat? Big Ten. Before the end of the summer, I bet. Could be. Well, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in the next like two days. Right. Um, the question is, can they can they unentangle any legislative issues that have them tied to Washington State and Oregon State? I don't how know. Big I is mean, the or Oklahoma did with Oklahoma State. Oklahoma said, <laughs> how, sorry, we leave. How big is the fight in the Big Ten about do we take them or do we take Cal Stanford? Um, I, mean, I know Cal Stanford has not been good on the field right now, but it's not like right. Washington's been killing anything. But right. And and look, Seattle and Portland and all that are huge, but San Francisco's an appealing It is. I you, and you could I, lock up the state of California. You lock up California. Just turn it. Yeah, you take up take the entire power. They could add all state, of them and go to twenty, be, the big twenty. Yep. They'd still call themselves the big ten. Big ten, even times so, two. Again, <laughs> stupid. 
Yeah. I mean, they had a logo big that was ten Big Ten, but had 11 in the logo now at one the, point. Now so they the don't word give a damn. big looks like a 16. B16. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, that, remember, that's when they came out with that logo. Everybody thought, oh, 16, <laughs> who are the next two? And now we know. Oh, my head. It's all coming together. The Illuminati. They say, or Saul. How this. screwed is Oregon State and Washington State? I mean, it just sucks. Really screwed. Oh, on West. Really screwed. But here's, here's my also, though. Like, eventually, what if you can blow up everything, then what's going to stop the Big Ten and the SEC from then saying, mm, yeah, we're pretty big and what really does Mississippi, Mississippi well, State add? What does Purdue give us? What does Minnesota add? What, well, you know, I mean, look what, at well, the two schools the last added, Rutgers and Maryland. And I mm-hmm. we argued this at the time. They were added for basic cable television sets. It was a Big Ten tax on the people in yeah. New Jersey and Maryland. All yeah. the people with basic cable were now paying like $1.25 to the Big Ten, whether they gave a, a, a cared at all about the Big Ten, let alone watch the Big Ten network. And we have discussed, I mean, even on this podcast, they have great people at the Big Ten network. They have some really good shows. You actually work for the Big Ten network. Good shows, except yeah. the one you're on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Revson <laughs> carries you. But even even as diehard of college sports fans are, I live in the Big Ten, okay? Ah, how often do I watch the Big Ten network? You know? Only, only on Tuesdays. Sometimes. Sometimes. But when they're not playing football and men's basketball games, eh, those those two schools are added for a Big Ten tax. Six years later or whatever it's been, eight, ten years, I don't know, however long it's been. They're those that that's gone. Basic cable's a dying thing. So what's their use? Yeah. I mean, maybe they spin them off. It's possible. Can you kick them out? I mean, if you're redoing well, this that, thing, would you rather have that's Oregon and Washington or would you have have Rutgers and like you said, I don't know. You need two teams in Indiana. Do you, do you, if you're the SEC, do you sit there and say, well, we'll take Clemson and Florida State or we'll take the two Mississippi schools? I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing you can get it, kick anybody out of a league. Didn't Temple yeah. get kicked out once? Well, yeah, Temple got kicked out of at least one league. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I'm not putting it above. I'm sure it would be difficult to do and wildly unpopular, but I am not putting it above I, any of these I still think throws. Maryland fans would go back to the ACC me? if they could. <laughs> Oh, sure. If you ask the fans. So you're predicting Oregon and Washington and they end up with a big 18 and do they add, and or or maybe the big 20. Yeah. I, I mean, I could see it. I, I could. Cal, Stanford, Oregon, Washington. And they probably if there was any hesitation before or any political pressure, those guys, everyone's hair is on fire right now in those. And they're just going to be like, we got to do it. Everyone's reaching out to the big 10 right now. I yeah, talked to sure. one Pac-12 well, source earlier, and they just like this is yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, everything no, sucks. I, I talked to yeah, talked to a Pac-12 source uh, before we taped here that uh, there was an AD meeting yesterday in the Pac-12, and nobody saw this coming. Nor yeah, was I was like, oh, discussed. we don't have a lot. Let it, uh, how's yeah. how's your how's your new beach? Yeah, house? what are you doing for you the fourth? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> burning up the phone lines, trying to keep my athletic department yeah. alive. You a hole. <laughs> yeah, boy, I've been on a real drought out here, haven't we? We need some rain. Could use some rain. Mm-hmm. Oh, got look at the time. I got to get. I got to jump off this call early. Sorry. Hey, gotta go. I just gotta go I, talk a to a Kevin Warren. Twenty team league. It's just so weird. It's not a league. Well, the no. AFC has no. sixteen teams <laughs> in four divisions. Yeah, but like you know. What about this makes sense? 
find me the sense other than the dollars and cents. It just doesn't get in there. So I, I, it's like, I, I think, believe nothing, think that anything, actually anything could happen. Absolutely anything could happen in the next decade in this enterprise. All right. I'm going to go with the big 20. Big 10 times okay. two. Okay. We'll call it, it was like, uh, what's that? Little Caesars, like Caesar pizza, 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 pizza <laughs> big 10, <lead> big 10 <laughs> <laughs> presented by little Caesars. <laughs> they are based out of Detroit. <laughs> so right they down down Detroit, little Caesar. pizza, pizza, conference, 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 conference. <laughs> Excuse me. Did you stutter? What is this? I, I, big, big 10, big 10. <laughs> I'm going to go with the big 20. <laughs> this is so okay. dumb. I'm going to say they're going to grab Cal and Stanford. I'm going to say they're going to grab Oregon and Washington. All right. So that mm -hmm. means the, the, the big 12, big 12 will take Utah, Colorado, the two Arizona schools. And that will put them at, I still don't know how many teams are in this damn league. One, two, three. So they four, lost five, two. Six, they were seven, at seven, eight, nine. Lost two games. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. They'd be at 16 then. Oregon State and Washington State go to the Mountain West, which would probably at that point have like. Yep. Our man Thomas Clark out in Hawaii, they're still stuck wherever they are. <laughs> Maui Tom. Maui Tom. Sorry, sorry man. about that. Oh, man. Can we get into the Pac 12? <laughs> Come on, Bose. <laughs> um, oh. Does the SEC make a move off of this? Can they make a move? Sure. Sure What's they their can. Move? I said, I, I think Notre Dame, Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina. Yeah, get yeah, them out of that, that, that grant of rights to 2036. Yeah. Well, all right. So maybe it's 14 you wait a few years, years or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you, all right. Whatever it costs to get them out early, get them out early. I don't think they need them. They're not going anywhere. Well, that's maybe then the Damn, Big Ten's got 20 teams. How many more are you going to add? Well, if the Big Ten's going to say, well, then we'll, we'll go get the ACC if the SEC isn't. Are you going to lose them to the Big Ten or not? I think we just keep having the escalation here, the arms race know. between these two. At some point, two. these schools don't add value in your media Yeah, rights. but Clemson, Florida State, Miami, well, they would add value. North Carolina would add value. I think I think there's a taffy pull for North Carolina between the SEC oh, yeah, and that'll, the Big Ten. That'll definitely ultimately. be a tough one for them. All right, Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. So Notre they have Dame to join a conference huge. now. Here's the thing with them. They are they're being progressively painted into a corner. They, they have four options. Status quo and just hope it works and hope you still have a playoff spot. But that's going to be determined as we go. Two, de-emphasize sports. <laughs> Not to the extent of University of Chicago, okay. but de-emphasize sports and join the nerd nation. Not happening. Stanford. Not Eh, we'll see. Come man, on, I man. Don't know. They got that. Dude, I'm they got CJ Carr. These these Irish fans are all pumped <laughs> up, man. There was CJ Marcus Freeman's recruiting. They're not getting that downgrading athletics. We, not happening. We have a four-star quarterback. Thus, we're going to just change our philosophy as a university because we have a four-star quarterback recruit. We're going to join a league. Yes. Come on. It always man. comes back to recruiting, Pat. They are not yeah. downgrading <laughs> athletics at Notre Dame. Father John Jenkins, president of the school, does not read the rivals' recruiting rankings. I, I don't know about that. I promise. I'm pretty They are not sure. down. Number two is not happening. Go ahead. Number three. If okay. CJ Carr get, wins a natty for him, he might Dude, get a CJ Carr tattoo. If you've been to the so. campus, it's not a very big campus. It just has this enormous football <laughs> stadium dead in the middle of it, practically, and the touchdown Jesus. Mm -hmm. What are you going to be? 
What's that? Touchdown Jesus was not originally put there to signal uh, touchdown. Well, Hence, going back to the university you mission. saying Jesus doesn't mm, like football, Pat? Debatable. Is that what you're saying? I, Jesus okay. does like football, and Jesus likes to win at football. <laughs> I believe that. I think Jesus would put 20 on Notre Dame to cover the spread most weeks. But I don't think that's going to be the driving force here. Anyway. All right, number three. Option three, join the ACC altogether. Go all in with them. Option four, go to the Big Ten. Those are your options. options to me are nothing. I, what, what, the, the playoff is the is the key here. Yeah, right. Got to still have access to if playoff. If the playoff where, is eight, eight bids, top eight, 12, Notre Dame's fine. Are they making as much money as the Big Ten and the, and the Pac-12? No, but they can make up for that as a university. They got a lot of money at Notre Dame. They painted the damn dome gold. They do have a lot of money, most of it academically driven. Priorities, I know it's like all you, messed up over there. But that's also why I, I feel like they wouldn't chop off their nose to spite their face because you're not going to get a no, New York pipeline from all the Irish fans anymore if you de-emphasize football. Well, I, don't, I, don't I think know. they can stay put for the time being. They could go all in on the ACC or they go all in on the Big Ten. The Big Ten might be might give them their 400th ultimatum of it's now or never, right? <laughs> They're kind of right. like yes. the, the, yes. yeah, the Notre Dame put the Big Ten in the friend zone a long time ago. Oh, and yeah. uh, but no and, Big yeah. Ten refuses to acknowledge that. Keeps thinking if they tell you know one more funny joke or you know, mm-hmm. right? You're the yeah. friend date to the to the to the wedding. It'll it'll there'll be a spark. Send, yeah, it's not gonna right. send flowers on the yeah, birthday. Yeah, it's not really out. I think Notre Dame's the hottest day at the at the at oh, the, dance the bell right of now. the ball. No question. Yeah, this point. Yeah, but but they're also uh, they are the bell of the ball, but they they want. To have their own ball, they, they want have to be their own ball. I don't know that they have right, if, but it's if the playoff doesn't get to the point where it's just the Big Ten and the SEC having a playoff and everyone else is screwed, I think they're okay. I don't think they have to make a move. Should they? Could they? Well, look at I've always been in favor of them remaining independent because that's how they recruit so well. If you're just another yeah. school in the at the Big Ten, they're not going to be as good. But NIL mm-hmm. has changed some things. I don't know. I think they can move football. They, they can, can move uh, basketball and the others, but I don't know if anyone cares about that. They can wait until there's a new playoff playoff contract. Yeah. And then if it says, if it says we're not giving Notre Dame any sort of easy path in, then they might have to say, okay, they are probably we an attractive enough that they can wait. Even if the big 10 goes to 20 and know that someone's going to take them. Sure. They become number 21 or the SEC grabs them or the ACC, whatever conglomeration is left. Like the ACC really needs to pare down. They got some dead weight. Well, they all do. They all do. But the big, the ACC is probably the best one to like, they got a lot of dead dead weight. weight. They could cut it out and they could maybe even like, there's enough teams out there to form a third really good league. But yeah, Yeah. you got to really start knifing people. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, which I don't think they'll be shy about that, but you got to be strategic. Yeah, Notre Dame, even if you are at 20, if you are conference, conference, you will go conference, conference plus one and take Notre Dame. I mean, they would go to 21. If I mean, if you've already gone to 20, who the hell cares about going to 21 if you're bringing in the hottest babe at the ball? I, I go back to this, with these 20-team leagues. Like, what the hell is a Like, if you're you're a fan in the middle of these leagues... Yeah, like 
I mean, this whole what is this? Let's take a moment. This whole thing sucks, by the way. It's so much more fun this sport when there's a hundred teams. Well, there's 120. I mean, mm-hmm. even laughing at UMass is fun. You <laughs> want the chaos. I want, I love a late night game from from uh Pullman. Mm-hmm. We love that yeah, there's the rivalry. Snow in November. You know what this could kill? Mm-hmm. This is gonna kill the Aunt Becky game. Yeah. The Apple Cup. USC, yeah, all USC versus yeah. Arizona State, where Aunt Becky didn't want her daughter going to Arizona State. She right? went to jail. That's how much she hates the place. That's the spite <laughs> rivalry that's gone. We want USC and Stanford played football for the first time in like 1915. Yeah. They're not we playing. We want anymore. the Big 12. Cal to be and good. UCLA started playing each other in 1930. You want the Mountain West. You don't playing. want this sanitized down. Oh, these don't matter. I will say this about football because people are like, well, if you're not in the league, you're not any good. I, don't, I disagree with that because the number of the, what makes a team a good football team is players, not conference. Now, when you're in a conference, you have an advantage on how to recruit those players, but there's too many players, good players. There's more good players than teams. And it's not like the NFL where there's a cap on the teams. So this is why I look at like the big 12, like can Baylor still be really good? Yeah. Cause there's the same number of players are sitting there and if they and enough of them want to go from Texas in the state of Texas want to go play at Baylor, they're going to have a good team. It's not like there's only so many good players. We didn't just because we're cutting the number of high major conference members doesn't mean we're cutting the number of talented football players there are. So there's still going to be good football played at these places, and that is the one positive. It may seem like it's over, but like. Just because the Pac-12 is blowing up doesn't mean all these kids in California no longer exist. And not all right. of them are going to want to yes. travel. All Some are going to be like, yeah, I'll go to Arizona. I'll go sure. to Arizona State. I'll go to Cal. Stanford. I didn't go there because of the membership. I went there because it's Stanford. So there is that. But all of this just sucks as a sport because it's just like we don't need that. We need the diversity and the rivalries and the national nature of it. And that's – and, you know – it's it's terrible for the sport, in my opinion. It's terrible for the fans of the sport. You can say, oh, you know, we're 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 doing what we need to do to solidify our future from a, a monetary standpoint. You are still you are directly cutting at the heart of p- what a part of what makes college sports and especially college football fun and enjoyable. You know, and it, the more this trends toward an NFL light or a semi-pro or young kids NFL, the less you, the less of that flavor. And that's what makes it unique and special is there. It's gone. So yeah. Thursday night on the Smurf turf doesn't mean as much. Nope. It's still good. You know? it, it still can and, if they developed a real playoff, but that, that's, that, that's, right. that's the, maybe the biggest track. One of the bigger, bigger casualties of this is this playoff isn't going to be what it should have been because Boise's still going to Boise state's still going to get the same players. And maybe some years they're going to get enough of the good ones that they can play. That's the one thing. There's still players, but God, not good. You know, it's just and and in these th- you're just in the middle of these packs. If you're if you're a middle of the pack Big Ten team, you just added UCLA and USC. It's the two more teams that at least one that's automatically going to be ahead of you. You know, it's like it was already bad enough in the Big Ten. Like the Big Ten West just never really they were there, but. <laughs> It could be fun, but you're Minnesota, you know, and now it's. Yeah, we can kiss the other, every other year Northwestern trend goodbye. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Northwestern. Yeah. No, look, 
this is more, it's just, it's corporate gigantism, big getting bigger. You may love the neighborhood hardware store you've gone to for a long time, but guess what? Lowe's has more, has a bigger variety and more stuff you can go get. So now you're going to Lowe's, even though ain't nobody at Lowe's knows who you are, where you live or anything about you. That's what we're getting. Just bigger, bigger mega powers. Sterilized was a really good word to use. It's like going to Buffalo Wild Wings instead of your local pub. There you go. That's better. That's better than my uh, my Lowe's story. analogy. Good job, mm-hmm. Sully. Happy birthday, America. <laughs> <laughs> it is very American. Pursuit of the dollar. Yeah. I'll say this. I don't want to hear any more complaints about NIL ruining everything. Uh, no. Jeez. Right? These guys. No kidding. Rivalries, traditions, everything else. Oh, we don't want this happening. It'll turn it into pro sports. No, you're turning it into pro sports because you're protecting your country club memberships. Mm-hmm. And because you you had to pay, you know, this coach 30 million bucks for a bad contract extension because your AD got swindled by the agent. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's not the player's yeah. fault. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Kid gets 500,000. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. Oh, we got to pay our coach 20 million to buy him out because he's no good. Yeah. Okay. It was wild, man. Like yep. you look at like Oregon. Oregon's got a recruiting class that's kind of popping together nice now. Like that thing could fall apart. Sure. That's, I mean, the impact on recruiting on this is going to be fascinating for the next five months here leading up to we'll that take early season. Our, our, one of our guys we focus on, Dante Moore, right? Quarterback from, from Detroit. It's Michigan and Oregon. Everything looks like he's going to go to Oregon. You know, I don't know. Sully, you were at Elite 11. We didn't even get to talk That's, about that. He looked yeah. pretty good, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, that guy can sling it. We had we had Bryce Young and and CJ Stroud go right before him. They did the the counselors right ahead, and he stepped right in and threw a bunch of passes like they did. And I'm like, okay, right? this guy's yeah. real. Yeah, we apologize to our listeners. We had Sully on the ground doing Elite 11 uh, footwork for us. Uh, and it got blown out of the water. Yeah, I even got a nice tidbit about Malachi Nelson being a really good note taker. And he's like handing out pins and being a really? leader amongst leaders. And yeah, we didn't even die. Try hard. It. Malachi Nelson's Man. a try hard. Yeah. <laughs> a try hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a look out, Big Ten. He's coming at you. He's Probably coming. Junior or that's something. Right. I don't know. But Dante, so, Dante Moore could stay, stay in the Big Ten going. Well, he might. It's possible. But like if Oregon doesn't get this sorted out. Yeah, well, Dante Moore's sitting there going, hey, this is this could be great. I could be at Oregon and play in the Big Ten. Or you sit there and go, I go to Oregon anyway because I love them and they are paying me quite as excellent business opportunities there. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> or you'd say, uh, what, what's going on? All right, Michigan. All right, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. It's like Colorado, Colorado. <laughs> Colorado leaves with its nose up at the Big 12, and it's like, eh, okay. Well, all right, Oklahoma yeah. State, take Ooh. me back, would you? Yeah, right. Talk about hindsight 2020, Colorado. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that could be that could be ugly. Yeah, I don't know. That could go that could go uh, any which way. Did you see also the the assistant coach at uh, Texas A&M? What was that story, Sully? Yeah, the guy yeah. that the, was pointing to the fans in there, had some recruits or something in the stadium. And was pointing up at the luxury boxes, saying the people that pay for those suites are gonna gonna make you guys rich, basically. which is fine. I don't believe that's a violation anyway. But it, I, that was not how Coach Fisher seemed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have led the pod until yeah, <laughs> for right? about an hour. This, 
Yeah. This was one show. There was no debate over Until- what was going to lead the pod. We also were not bothering uh, no. with dead elephants and anything today. <laughs> yeah, sorry. News of the weird. Going to have to wait till next week. We have like three elephant stories, too, shockingly. So, oh, man. Uh, I will add just one thing. Uh, yeah, big, long weekend. We thank, I assume people are listening as they drive and all that. Pab's Blue Ribbon, in honor of the uh, holiday, put out the, uh, they used to have the 17, 1776 pack yeah, of beers, right. 1,776 cans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> PBR. Uh, they outdid themselves this year. What now? Well, PBR has been brewed since 1844, so they put out the 1844 pack. 1,844. <laughs> um, that might that might last you all weekend, yeah. man. It goes for like 800 <laughs> bucks, so like basically less than 50 cents a beer. I would okay. love one. I would just but it, get enough ice. It is and PBR. Just, I got enough friends that come over and hammer that down. We'd take a shot at it. I'll tell you that. We'd take a run at it. Not PBR. I mean, you're... What your gut would sour on that stuff. You need a about. lot of people, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's almost two thousand beers. Eighteen forty-four. This thing is a monster. Uh, I guess you'd need like a pickup truck and like a you need like a forklift, wouldn't you? It's something. I don't know how you, you move. That yeah, how are beer. you even? <laughs> are you packing that in your car? Right. <laughs> yeah, you roll up to the liquor store. I'd like the eighteen forty-four pack, please. Gotta get like, delivery. <laughs> and the, the delivery people got to have something. Yeah, big. It's, it's a big thing. Oh, they got it in the store somehow. I don't know. It's probably just an empty box. It probably. probably is. Anyway, uh, happy 4th of July, everyone. Enjoy the weekend as best you can. Uh, some schools fans enjoying it more than others. And uh, if more crap happens, we may be back for emergency pods. We love you, Bill Walton. Yeah. Well, Bill yeah. Walton. Pour Hang one out Bill. for Bill Walton. Hang in there, Bill. Conference of Champions, RIP. <laughs> Yikes. Unbelievable! Yeah. Like literally, gonna, the Pac-12 could not exist in like two days. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go open a California beer right now. There you go. In, big in, Ten country now. In remembrance, yeah, big a Big Ten beer from Southern California. <laughs> Get me a Stone Delicious IPA. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. Right. Never a dull moment. <laughs>